Hello, everybody out there in the podcast universe. I'm so excited. Welcome to the very first full-length episode of Tell Me What You Do podcast. I'm mega excited. I have a super cool guest on today, and we have a really great conversation. Her name is Tara, and she is a yoga instructor, but more than that, she's a businesswoman who runs her own yoga studio, and she actually is just starting up her own practice called 1111, and she kind of gave me some details about it. I had to keep it on the hush-hush, which was very difficult to have a big mouth, but I did it. I was successful. Don't you worry. Tara, if you're listening to this, I didn't tell a soul, I swear. But anyways, I'm very excited for everybody to hear this interview. Tara is just one of those amazing people who, when you meet her, you're just, you'll actually hear me say this in the interview. Uh, she's just that type of person where you meet her and you're just immediately like, you're the real deal. Like, she's just so cool. She's just got it. She's got it, if that makes any sense. Like, she's just a total badass and is just killing the game. So Tara runs two yoga studios as of right now. Although at the rate she's going, I'm sure there's bound to be many, many more. But as of right now, she's got two studios, both called Ritual Sweat Society. There's one in Dartmouth, Massachusetts, and another one in Providence, Rhode Island. So she's an East Coast gal, and she's just crushing it. Her studios are beautiful. Everything she offers is just amazing, fun, and just like, she just has this amazing welcoming energy. The studios reflect that. So Tara and I have a great conversation about what it's like to run a yoga studio and what it's like to be a fitness professional and kind of the the perks and the challenges and all of that. And we also talk about what it what it's like and what it takes to kind of level up from like, okay, I teach a couple yoga classes a week to like, okay, now this is my thing. This is what I do. And you'll hear her say that running this studio has become her life, but it seems like a pretty amazing life if you ask me. So without any further ado or any further babbling from me, let's get to it. Here is Tara, the owner of Ritual Sweat Society and the founder, creator of 1111, The Practice. My name is Tara and this is what I do. I don't know what to do this whole career. Things got me so confused. I went to school and got good grades just like they told me to. Well, maybe if you told me what you do, I'd choose a cool job to pursue. If you're a psychic, that's cool. I'll leave choosing up to you. Anyways, now tell me what you do. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Tell Me What You Do. Today I have a badass yoga goddess here with me, and my friend Sarah, as well as Nymeria. Yes! <laughs> but today, I have Tara with me, and she is just the coolest. So Tara, tell me what you do. Oh, I'm so grateful to be on, on this show, but I, um, I own Ritual Sweat Society. We've been a yoga studio that opened about two years ago, and we have two locations now, one in Massachusetts and one in Rhode Island. And I'm also the founder of 1111, The Practice by Tara J, which is um, our newest adventure, incorporating uh, power vinyasa with some cardio movements um, into an all-out, one-hour, all-encompassing sweat session. That's my favorite kind of class. Yes. Yes. All right, I'm going to be here like... Tomorrow. I I'm can't like, wait. Sweating my butt <laughs> off. <laughs> so what I want to talk to you today about is kind of the process of opening a yoga studio. Yep. 
Um, and we'll get to some of the other stuff. We don't have to get too, too technical. But first question, why? Why did you decide to open up your own studio? And has this become pretty much your entire life? Um, yes, to the entire life. I love the question about why. For me, it was uh, a bigger purpose. So I knew I loved teaching. I knew I loved training, but the connection was the most important to me. And when I really wanted to open a studio, I went back to where should I open? And a lot of people, you know, being in this area of Massachusetts, it's kind of like away from the city and uh, from Boston, rather, I should say, we are a city, but it, it it's definitely not the same. And people would say, you know, it's not the right demographic. People there are not as concerned about health and wellness. You need to go into a place where it's more well-received. And for me, it was, well, that's not really fair because if you're not bringing it to people, how can you punish them for not yeah. having access to it? Like, just because they don't have access to it doesn't mean they, doesn't, they don't want it, you know? And so, you know, my dad is not from this country. My dad was born and raised in Portugal. And and there's a big, heavy Portuguese influence here as, as well as many other cultures, specifically in this area. And I think that's what makes it so beautiful is that there is so many different um, ethnicities and cultures and diversity that I thought this is the perfect place to bring it. Because for a lot of us, I mean, my whole family, if you sit down for Thanksgiving, it's like a, a bunch of carbs and, you know, yeah. and a food that they've been used to. And it's fantastic. And trust me, there's yes. nothing better. But at the same time, they need to be a little bit more educated as far as like balanced diets and, and wellness and getting into fitness. But like I said, a lot of people don't feel like, well, that area is not into it. It's like, they'd be into it. You're just not offering it, you know? Right. So yeah. it was really kind of a, a goal and a dream. So we, um, it took me about a year to find the perfect space. And when I finally did, I was just hoping my, my first thing was let's just get 20 people, 20 members. So we can just get yeah. 20 members and it will be amazing. And yeah. it, within the first three months, we were already at 75 and then 100 and then 150. And now we're at 300 Whoa. in a year. And it's just like, wow. It's just been so yeah. well received. Everybody here has been so respectful and and so open to different, you know, methods and different and a variation within fitness, but they just have one common goal of just getting themselves healthy. healthy. Like exactly. it's not specific to, you don't have to live in a city to want to be healthy. You don't have to only offer it to people that are in main areas. It's everybody right. wants that. Who doesn't want yeah. to better themselves, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's, it's been amazing. And then we opened the second location last year in Providence, Rhode Island. Same reason. Everyone said, don't go over there. There's too many students. <laughs> students can't afford it. And I'm like, does that mean they don't get to work? out like yeah. you're in college you just yeah. you don't get to you can really go to that crappy like on-campus gym right I'm like that's like, not fair and yeah all exactly <laughs> and you can only come between these hours like that's not that's not fair you're really putting people in this mold that's not true so you know we opened up again we just opened uh, end of June into July and we just broke over 50 members um in that location as well awesome. so it's it's been such a dream and such a journey and I think for us here at Rachel, like not just, I, I say us all the time. It is obviously my studio, but I always say like, it's all of it. Like that you're only as strong as your team and yeah. we have the most solid team of people. And I think it's just because we really do care. It's, you know, yeah. we really do want to see people find it for themselves. Even if it's not like getting skin, six pack abs or whatever it may be fit. Like, yes, we want to help them get in shape, of course. But just the fact that they come in and this is their place where they're like, I let go. Yeah, they can come here and they can let it all all stay on the map. Exactly. Like totally zen mode. Yeah. So yeah. it's been, that's been the motivation factor. So I feel like with any business when you're starting it or especially within yoga or fitness, whatever it may be, it kind of comes with, there's a lot of sacrifice, but when you know what you want to do, it doesn't feel like sacrifice because yes. it's like ultimately what you want anyway. So it's yeah. just part of getting there and you have to just kind of change your mindset of looking at it from that perspective. Yeah. 
for a while, I was teaching a really, kind of a really, a great class. I loved teaching the class, but I was having really poor attendance. Mm-hmm. And now I've recently moved into a new space and I have great attendance. I feel the exact same way, though. It's yeah. like I'd have two people at my old classes and I still loved it because I felt like, oh, we're having a great time and we're teaching and we're, you guys walk out like super excited. And now I teach to like 10, 20, 15 people and I'm like, oh, just as fun. I still love it. Yeah, Because I still best. feel like, okay, I'm like making your day better. You're making my day better. Right. That's what we want. I mean, and, and yeah. now like we have 50 in the room and when that energy comes into the room and we oh. have like this, we have this standard, like we want people to come in here and just really not care and really not worry about if they can get into this pose or I always tell people whether you do one pose or you see someone walking around the room on their hands like not that I anticipate that but if that's what they're going with it then cool do it but at the end of the day we just want everyone to just have that like vibe up level and like when you walk in and that music is on and the sweat is going and everyone's just screaming it is just the coolest it's just so fun that's awesome okay so let's pivot a little I want to hear about 1111 (laughs) so 1111 I'm so it's been such a journey to create um so I started obviously primarily with just vinyasa. I was a dancer for a long time and, and vinyasa was part of our competitive dance world to learn. So I always liked oh. yoga, but I thought it was a little boring for myself. Yeah. Um, I got into bar fitness when I owned a dance studio for a while. I was healing myself from a lot of things. I just had the two um, emergency C-sections yeah. trying to find my body back. And I thought, well, I'll take bar method because any type of bar fitness seems logical for a dancer, yeah. but it's completely not because they turn in and not out. And I was like, okay, oh. plot twist. I <laughs> wasn't ready. <laughs> so after that, I was um, going back and forth with bar certifications when I was introduced to booty yoga. So I worked for booty for a while and it was, I mean, I learned a lot throughout that process and it it was definitely super super fun to be able to move my body again but I also wanted to encourage something where I when we started to open here a lot of guys wanted to take class but they didn't feel comfortable even though you try and you say like you don't have to do those things and it is for everyone it was just something along the lines of people like yeah but it's like I'm not going to give it a go so we started power vinyasa classes and they started to really take off but people loved some of the elements of the cardio, but loved the but loved the vinyasa, but didn't want the tribal dance, didn't want the all this stuff. They kind of yeah. so I'm like, let's just make like we're gonna make our own variation. So um, I really dabbled on it, and I decided on eleven eleven, which is the divine synchronicity. Um, so it's when basically you're putting your intentions out there, whether they're good or bad, just knowing that you can manifest either way. And you have to just kind of keep it where you want to focus your attention on. And it's supposed to have a lot to do with um, the divine as far as angels like having your back and just like leading you along the journey um so it kind of inspired me a lot I always saw it everywhere on the clock I would look it was always 11 11 I'm like this is so wild and I just kept (laughs) looking it up yeah and I'm like this is a sign and so when I was thinking about what I wanted to do it came to me and then honestly I can't even explain to you what it was like when it just flooded through it was just on a piece of paper um so what's really cool about the method is there are 11 sun salutations in the class Um, 11 primary poses that you have to hit throughout the practice Um, and seven the seven chakras mixed with four cardio bursts which equals 11 and then the entire class is actually a palindrome so from start to finish we flip it and reverse it back the other way the same way that 11 11 is I love that yeah it took me forever I mean when I say forever I mean months of writing down different formulas and I felt like I cracked the Da Vinci code yes. when I finally did it. I was like, it works. I am a genius. It works. So I am a yoga genius. It was amazing and it, it, it was so cool and just having that background with it, you know, just different intention. I started to um, play with it a little bit more and it's just been such a beautiful journey. So 
Uh, we launch on 11-11. Yes. And I think it's such a cool, at 11 o'clock. Oh my God, love um, it. 11, you 11. can just get, at, yeah, at 11-11 yes. on 11-11 oh my God. when we're launching. That's freaking awesome. Um, which is super, super cool. And I've been testing it with like privately with friends and stuff and even guys like everyone's like, this is just unbelievable. It's yeah. such a great combination of kind of everything, like the things I've always loved about booty and the things I've always loved about vinyasa and about yoga and the things I've loved about dance and just putting them into something new that, you know, combining different elements to create a different method that kind of, I mean, for me, it's like, I want a little bit of structure. I like that there's that that the it exists where you start and finish and flip it and you yeah. know it's just kind of it's kind of neat when you're in yeah. it to, to experience that whole journey um yeah. and obviously the plyometrics and stuff but like you know we're not doing any of the dance the dance stuff or the spiral structure things and yeah. and that has its own beauty and benefits as well and we're still going to have that on the schedule too because it you know it's awesome but we also just wanted to be a little bit more all-encompassing for we hear the fellas and we hear yes. the athletes saying hey yeah. we want to do this yep. so and, and nothing really existed that had like in the middle ground or a different type of fusion or had a different type of structure. So yes. um, it's been a beautiful journey. I'm, I'm really excited for it. The angels have called you. The angels, there they are. Yes. They're coming down. I love it. That's yeah. so awesome. I'm so excited for you. Thank you. I'm going to fly back. Yeah, to try Don't it. take a Please. class. I'll just come back November. November 11th, I'll see you again. Oh my gosh, that would be fantastic. <laughs> just like show up. Just, you should. We would love to have you. Yeah, that'd be so fun. I mean, yeah. And then I, I can always go to Maui anytime. <laughs> certification exactly Let's make it happen. whenever you need me i'm there i'm yes. in tag me in perfect yeah. cool um so kind of pivoting a little bit away i have a little bit of a game okay cool and i do have more lots more questions about owning your own studio but what i want to go to is kind of a how would you proceed i have a few scenarios that we came up with sarah and i were like while we were driving we we're like what what are some good scenarios this is fun and some of them are things that i have encountered teaching yoga classes but I just want to know from a from a personal standpoint, like mm-hmm. what's going through your head? Like you could be like, you know, fuck you. Like that's what you want to say. <laughs> or you can say like, okay, but I'm a businesswoman and I need to like keep professional yeah. and I can't Ooh, like yeah. isolate and ostracize these people. Okay. So our first, how would you proceed? So, so wait, you want my honest answer? I want your honest answer, but then maybe a little bit of like what you would oh, Okay, okay. Do. So you want the both. Got yeah, it. Yeah, I want them both. This is fun. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so let's go with, 11, 11. It's going to be a pretty high-energy class, right? Mm-hmm. So you get 95-year-old lady. Name's Gertrude. Oh, Gertrude. She shows up. Seems pretty frail, but she's super hippy-dippy. And she's like, I live for yoga. I've been doing yoga for 95 years. I came out of the womb in Downward Dog. My mother was not happy with me. She's a pro, she okay. says. She loves yoga. She has no clue what 11-11 is. Yep. She really wants to take your class, but you're a little concerned. Because she's, she's very... Valid. She's frail. And okay. you got a fully packed 51 students in there. How do you proceed? Wow. This is a great question. Poor Gertrude. I feel... <laughs> I mean, she's probably getting it. I... Um, oh, she's getting it. She is getting it. I would, I would want to say, like you said, fuck off. Because... <laughs> If one, I'm, I don't want to judge her because Gertrude might have the moves and I'm sleeping on this a little bit and I don't want to be that person that doesn't believe in Gertrude. However, I also don't want to be the person that has to call 911. So this is definitely a a struggle. I would say, Gertrude, are you familiar with the burpee? And can you show me some, some burpees? And if she's like burpees, then I'd say, well, listen, Gertrude. (laughs) 
Mm, I just had a soda. Yeah. I would maybe say to the professional standpoint would stick in and just let her know there's a lot of cardio, a lot of bursts, not doubting her ability because I really am not because I've seen it all. Um, But I would say I would recommend coming back to a daytime class at least where it's not as full so that um, the the room, the temperature and everything like doesn't get in the way of what she's trying to. I probably would say it's so full you might not hear what we're saying class. for a first time class. So it's probably better to come back to a smaller one that you can hear it. This way we can yeah. pay a little more attention to Gertrude. Yeah. Or even better, maybe we can make Gertrude front line and center and be like, this is how hard y'all should be working. Yes, Gertrude. Yeah, Gertrude. Yes. Look at Gertrude getting it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I have faith in her. I have faith in Gertrude. I have had a lot of Gertrudes come to my booty yoga classes. That's and awesome. they always surprise me. I'm always like, yeah, some, same. Today's the day. I'm going to peel an old lady off the ground. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're the ones that are standing up while all the other people are like, oh, yeah. my gosh. Oh, my God. How do you yeah. do that? Okay. Well, thank you. So Gertrude loves you. Yeah. I love her back. <laughs> now, I have another, another one. This one's a little bit different. I've also encountered this one. Now, this, we have Harry. He's 47, recently divorced, fresh, fresh hair plugs. Wow. And he comes to your vinyasa class. It's heated. Let's say it's a heated class. Mm. He's clearly there to pick up chicks or to watch those yoga pant booties. Yeah. How do you proceed? Wow. That is a good one. I've only had one of that that happened one time that I'm aware of. I mean, people are probably usually really good at masking it, but one time it was abundantly clear. Yeah. Um, Harry, I would say, ooh, this is a tough one. Because you can't really say, I mean, in my mind, I'd be like, Harry with the hair plugs. I really, <laughs> I really. I did rec- not even think about that. <laughs> I really appreciate you showing up today. It's not your spot. It's not your time. This isn't your person. Um, but I would probably say to Harry, this is actually what I do say, which I did say to the one person who put me in this position once. I said, I need you to stand right in the front on the side of me. Because I don't want anyone to feel like you're checking out their ass or uncomfortable. And now that also flips it on Harry a little bit. Like, Harry, you wanted this. You're coming right to the front. Yeah. And the girls can see how hard you really want to take yoga. Because if you do, you're going to be fine with whatever happens. Yeah. And sometimes they do and sometimes they don't. Yep. And I only knew this because this particular person I'm speaking of um, came in for a class and then immediately called a friend and was like, you should see all the asses in here. Like, oh, while in the bathroom. God. And I was like, oh, Okay. <laughs> Oh, you did this to yourself, yeah. no. But we haven't seen any any him or anyone else like oh, that since then. So maybe calling them out in the front was. But I, really funny, right. I did have two friends of mine that were guys, and they did they do a podcast, and they came take a class once, and they were hysterical because they're like, I thought my time has come. And I was like, what? <laughs> they're like, not only was it so hot and sweaty that I could not open my eyes, I had sweat in places <laughs> I couldn't see, but y'all were yelling. We were in the middle, and you have girls all around us. Like, I thought oh. y'all were just going to form a circle, <laughs> and I was going to go out like this. Pull like, out some knives. It, I've done it to enough women now that they all caught, caught on, and this is how I'm going. <laughs> They've been planning it. They've it's been like, planning this attack. It's John Tucker must die. Yeah, yoga was, yoga yeah. style. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, I couldn't see anything. They were really good sports. I give them a lot of credit. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was fun. Okay, that's a. I think that's a great, great method. Yeah, and I have done the same thing where I'm like, okay, you're gonna be next to me. Quick side story. Yeah, this is very much about you. So when I was still teaching in Connecticut, I was teaching booty yoga. You yeah. were working for booty. You were on the, the official flyers. Yeah. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Where those were like passed out to instructors, put in your info. Very easy. So I had hung them all over New Haven, <laughs> and you were on. I had the ones with you. They were mostly you because I liked that specific one. And I got this phone call, and it was like, 
hey, what time's the class? And I was like, oh, like Tuesday at 6 p.m. or something. And he was like, oh, okay. Will she be there? <laughs> and I'm like, what? He goes, well, you must be like her assistant or something. Oh you work, do you work at the studio? Because like the girl on the flyer, she's going to be at the class, right? And I go, oh, no, I'm so sorry. I think you're misunderstanding. I'm the instructor. Yeah. And he just hung up on me. Oh, my God. <laughs> so you have a secret lover somewhere out there. Wow, in New Haven, okay. In New Haven, Connecticut. In New Haven, Connecticut. Hi. Stay, stay away. Hopefully it's not Harry with the hair plot. Oh, God, it is. Okay. Surprise, that's where it I got is. Character plot twist. From. And here he is. Here he is. We brought him to <laughs> you. Welcome to Jerry Springer. <laughs> okay, our last how would you proceed. And this is one that I'm, I'm thinking you've probably encountered, but I could be totally wrong. It's a little different here, like New England. You get yeah. New Englandy people mm-hmm. in Maui. I haven't gone to this one, so you get somebody. You run this studio. You run another studio. You're in charge. You are the HBIC. Yeah. 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 It took me a second. Yeah. Too. I was like, wait, Ooh. was that right? <laughs> so, in walks Celery. Hi, my name is Celery, and I just really am called to your space, and I just need to teach here. Now you've seen Celery. Six, ten times. You've seen her a lot. She comes yeah. in all the time. And you keep telling Celery, like, girl, no. I don't want you teaching in my studio. Like, yeah. it's just not going to work. Celery comes in, and you have had it. You're on your last straw. But you're a business owner. Yeah. So you can't, like, you know, punch her in the face. I mean, you can't punch anybody in the face. Ooh, and her name is Celery. So. And her name is Celery. Yeah. So she's probably frail. That's all she eats is Celery. <laughs> But how would you deal with that? Because I think that that's a true thing. There's so many yoga instructors, so many fitness instructors, and not so many spaces all the time. Right. There's not always a, split, a spot for everybody. Oh, and yeah. not always is everybody the ideal instructor. Right. This is a great question. And it happens a lot. I mean, we obviously try to support. We encourage everyone to get certified in things, and we want them to. But you have to have realistic expectations, too, with like how that. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've been in. In in this position or in trainings or people like, oh, I saw it yesterday. I've never done any yoga, but like I want a job. And it's like, cool, but I don't know. Maybe take the steps. Like learn the practice To get there. Like learn. (laughs) Yeah, learn how to do it. I don't. And then it's really, what really surprises me is sometimes those are the people who are the first to be shocked when it doesn't happen. Like they're always like, "What do you mean? What do you mean? What did you? You've never done this. You've never like this thing's really logical. You don't know what this is. You can't do it, but you're mad. Like I don't, I don't understand. But it seems like celery would be exactly that person. Yeah. Um. I mean, truly, fortunately for myself, and this is what I mean with learning a lot along the years, and and I believe everything happens for a reason. In the sense of everything's a blessing, everything's a lesson. So it doesn't seem like it in the moment, but I think there's lots of lessons to be learned. And I think you have to go through certain certain struggles or ups and downs in order to learn so that it can prepare you for the greater or next chapter or whatever that may be. Um, for me, in this case, it was a blessing that I learned a little bit about that prior to opening because we do have a pretty strict hiring policy. Like people usually have to apprentice for a year as a student before they can even be like Consider. offered a job on the, yeah. on the schedule. Um, for 11-11, you have to apply to get certified. You have to have an application process. Um, if you do not, and it includes either being a yoga instructor or a letter of recommendation from a yoga instructor to kind of eliminate um, people signing up from Instagram that are like, yeah, I just, like wanna I do just want to do that. Yeah, you know, Seem we're not like- trying to add to the belt. We want to we wanna be, we want to ha- have a standard. And, yeah. it, and then it makes you earn it a little bit more because you value it because you're like, hey, this isn't just giving out like, candy this yeah. is something I have to actually I have to work work for, for and that there's a standard that 
for, to even get in, you know, yeah. um, then we continue along that and then they can apply to teach. But to salary, I would say, girl, I just, I really need you to go ahead and go through some, you know, certifications or sit down or maybe this isn't a good fit. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you just got to be blunt. That's the beauty about being in New England though. Yeah. I think in other yeah. places it can get you in trouble. We're here, we're very, very dry and very sarcastic. And usually yeah. it's pretty well received because you, you really do know where you stand with people. Oh yeah. It's like that person doesn't like me. I don't like them, but it's fine. We don't yeah. have to be mad. It's just agreement that yeah. we, don't get, we don't jive. Yeah. Right. Moving to Hawaii, I've put my foot in my mouth so many times where I'm like, oops, I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely different. I I mean, I've been in places too. I lived in Nashville for, for about a little over a year and I absolutely love it. It's my other second favorite place other than Maui. Uh, yeah. And I have some of my best friends there. But it was definitely an adjustment because people would insult you and you can't tell. I'm like, this is wildly confusing. Oh, like I'm, they're so sweet. Yeah. Oh. I'm like, I would take it and giggle. And then I'm like, wait, you. Wait. I, was that nice? You're like that passive aggressive, like, <laughs> you know, bless your heart can really mean bless your heart. Or it can, or it can be, be like, bless the your devil heart. Will be in your heart. Which I find that very, I'm like, I need you to tell me. Yeah. Like, are you being fresh or are you being sweet? I don't, I need to explain. (laughs) There's too many variables. (laughs) Yes. So, yeah, that way you just got to tell celery. Celery. It's not a good fit. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Those are my how would you proceed. Yeah, those are great. Thank you. So, I have just a couple more pretty quick questions. Absolutely. So, you're a woman. Yeah. Obviously. I think, unless yeah. you identify otherwise. <laughs> I just threw Certainly that am. on you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> yes, you are. Yes, I am. What I'm curious about is I do think it's changing, but mm-hmm. I do think the fitness world has been a really male-dominated thing yeah, for a long absolutely. time. And business is, has been really male-dominated. So you are not only kind of changing the space by being a really strong woman in every sense of the word, but you're now saying, okay, I've got the power. I'm running the studio. I'm kicking ass. I'm taking names. But I'd love to know, like, what that's been like. Has it been a challenge? Have you had, like, men come in and who are like, oh, you're the studio owner? Or has it been pretty pretty good? It's been pretty good, I will say. I'm not – I obviously wouldn't say that I haven't experienced that, that people don't feel that way. I think for me, though, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty particular about who I allow to be involved within any moves that I make for that reason. So if I get that vibe from someone – it's probably like I just won't work with that person any longer because I'm, like, I'm not going to go down that road. Um, I think it's important that we, especially as females and as business owners, show that there isn't a difference, but also that we don't try to be like a male-hating community. Like not all yeah. males are actually doing those things. And the ones that are, like, fuck them for sure. Yeah. I'm not in yeah. any means oh, yeah. making excuses. Like men will be accountable for their actions <laughs> and so will females. Like I just think it's if you align yourself with people that have similar interests, you won't find yourself even having to defend yourself. And sometimes, unfortunately, you don't have a choice for women. And I get that. Like I'm sure there's other situations where you choose. You don't want to be aligned with that person, but unfortunately you have to. And it's never acceptable. But I just think because of being the owner, I have somewhat of a say as far as who I decide to deal with. So money is never going to drive me if, if someone has a ton of money. And I've had, I did have people that wanted to invest um, or be partners or offer different things. And I'm like, nope, it's yeah. just not. Because if you align, once you align yourself with that person, you are representing yeah. that person. And for me, if, if they don't represent me and my ethics and the code that I believe in, then I'm no longer going. It's not yeah. a good relationship. Yeah. And it doesn't, you know, I don't wish ill on them or anything else. It's just at some point you have to know when to call it and say, hey, my values are not aligned with this person's values. So yeah. I'm choosing to not work with that person, even though that person might be, you know, 
the best for a particular situation. If they're not best for your brand, then they're not best for you. And I think that's important to know when those triggers start, that it's like they might be able to expedite it and they might be able to push me along, but what's that going to cost at the end? Values, integrity, morals. Like if that's that's the cost, then it's never worth worth taking. So I think there have been a few instances where I've gotten the feeling that people would be that way. Even when we were looking for spaces, some like the real estate people would be kind of like, oh, but is your husband going to be here or whatever? And I'm like, I don't really need him to make this decision. He doesn't practice this and he doesn't own the studio. Yeah. Um, He is a part of it, but like I can make this decision too. Uh, But the second I would hear things like that, it's like I'm not going with that person in that space, which I think is kind of a – an important thing for other businesses to keep in mind when you're putting people out to represent you and they're saying things like that because that really reflects on you. Yeah, it's going to come back to you no matter what. Right. So, I mean, I can't imagine how many spots I'd probably potentially turn down without even seeing just because of the agent being, like, dismissive to me. Yeah. Um, And that sucks because there probably could have been spaces for them that would have been great for the overall business, but they lost it for me just from acting that way. Yeah. I think it's it's just important to set that boundary and to just not be dismissive to anybody. And it's not just a male, female, just in the stance of any person. You know, like when someone comes in to take a class, like don't assume that they're not great. Don't assume. I mean, even when I worked retail, I, yeah. I always had a really good, I did retail for a long time and really great feedback was because I never judged the person walking in. Like if you work for a really great store, it's because someone comes in in sweatpants. I come in in sweatpants all the yeah, time. Right? I'm I trying to spend some money hair. sometimes. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm sweaty, but yeah. I'm ready to buy. Yeah. You can't assume that that person isn't going to, yeah. like, be a part of your business. That becomes very, very valuable. Like right. as long as their integrity and their morals and their, and like then they represent you beautifully. Yeah. So I think it's important that we keep that in mind, especially, you know, like I said, uh, men are going to be held accountable for their behavior, especially all the things that are coming out right now in the world. And it's so sad and it's disgusting and women need to have a voice. And I'm so proud of all the the women that are finally standing up to be like, like, fuck that. But also to other females, like females are just as bad sometimes to each other. And it's like across the board, let's do that. Like let's speak up and be like, that's not okay. And bring light to those situations. And then anybody who's aligned, male, female, whatever you may be, can be in one, you know, on one united front to be like, just treat treat people treat with respect. People right. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. And yeah. that seems to be how you run your business, which you is try. awesome. You try. <laughs> so my last real question is something you mentioned be- right before we started. And I know you're short on short on time. Oh, so that's okay. Gotta wrap it up soon. <laughs> um, but this space, the one we're in right now mm-hmm. in Dartmouth, took you had three weeks, did you say? Three weeks. Three weeks to get this from ground zero to what it is now, which is a beautiful space. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it was It was actually like two and a half. We, what happened was we found the space, but it was destroyed. The, the ground, there was no ground. There was no anything. Um, so they had to split it into two separate spaces, do the ground, do all the work. So we, I kept calling and calling and calling. When can we yeah. get in? When can we get in? Like, we have to get in to do this. So was that kind of like the first step? Was like, I just need to get myself in there. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, and I planned. I had, you know, my spreadsheets all done of like, this is how much it's going to cost. This is how many members we need. This is what we're going to charge. Like, I had all yeah. that done. So now I'm like, let me get in and design. Yeah. I love design. I, I mean, I went to school for, for fashion and, and things. I, I was just like, get me in the place. But they, yeah. you know, they had stuff they had to finish. Everyone's like, you have to be patient. They have to get these things done. I'm like, like, but I don't care. I, I don't, I don't care. Plumbing. I gotta get in. Yeah, like I don't need plumbing. Um, so in the two and a half weeks, I mean, we had so many people in here. I'm so blessed to have such a great support system. But 
yeah, put the floors in myself. Literally, that's why they're uneven. Like I said to you, they're, I, I'm, not, I'm not experienced. My dad was like, this is what we're doing. I was like tiling. I was, we put these floors. It was funny because these kind of like click in, in the waiting oh, area. Oh, yeah. I've done these before. Yeah. And at one point, I left the little stopper under one. So there was a huge bump and we had to like undo it and then repeat. Oh. I was like, I'm new to this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm learning. I'm, I'm putting floors in. It's 3 a.m. Yeah. I'm so tired. Um, so you hustled. Oh, every night. Into, I mean, we had such a good team. We had so many people here helping. It, it was really, really cool to watch everyone. But, yes, we hustled to get it here. And I, like I said, people were coming in, and they're like, there is no way you're going to be done by your opening day. Because we already announced. We had a countdown, and that's when we're Ooh. opening. And I said, mm. like, you really don't know me. Yeah. We will. Like, we this will. is happening. So, so we did it. Yeah. So once you got there, you had your opening, you had the, the grand opening. Then what did that first month? First two months, first three months. When did it get easier, I guess? Or did it get easier? No, it, yeah. it didn't, but it's still beautiful. Like <laughs> yeah. I said, it's more of, you know, what are you willing to sacrifice? You know, what is it a sacrifice and what are you willing to sacrifice? So anything that you really believe in, it doesn't, those those little things that happen don't seem like issues. They seem like part of, you know, the process because you're so determined to eye in the prize, keep your eye on the prize. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of been our main focus. And we've definitely had our own issues and, and on unrequested drama that's happened. <laughs> um, but it's just about staying focused on, you know, those to me are distractions and you can't let distractions take you away from the focus of what you're trying to do. So the more, I mean, and it doesn't mean they don't rock you. Like I've had many of crying on the floor, true blood, sweat and tears of yeah. just like, what can we do? But it just always comes back to like, just stay the course. And I have so many, my father-in-law, like my parents, I have so, my, my mother-in-law, they've been so helpful in the journey of like, my father-in-law was a businessman for a really, really long time. And he's always given me such beautiful advice of how to handle certain situations. You know, like this seems huge right now, but yeah. Find a solution and just keep your eye on the prize, yeah. like what you're trying to do. Keep your head down, keep working. Just keep, It'll yeah, stay out. focused. Don't let these distractions yeah. pull you from your goal, your you goals. know? Yeah. So that's kind of been it. But the first month was definitely beautiful because we had so many people come. And like I said, I just wanted 20. And then it was like 50 and then 75 and then 100. Yes. And I was like, oh my gosh, Holy so moly. great. <laughs> People uh, love me. <laughs> it was so cool. And they were so appreciative. And, and we have such amazing clients at both locations. They are just diehard, like, Hand, like they want you to hand their ass to them, which is so yes. fun. Um, and then with Providence, it was a little more of a it was a little more of a grind because I was teaching here for so long, and so were the other instructors. So people knew what we did. Yeah. Where Providence, it was cold turkey. No one knows who we are. Let's just try to bring this. Yeah. So we knew that would be different, and yeah. um, so we grinded. We've been hustling, and yeah, to be at fifty in the in the few months is so beautiful and now we have more and more people we, we put the windows open we blast our like Kendrick yes. and people are like what is yes. happening up there they just, <laughs> is that yoga they're what like what is going on? on so they come up and it's been beautiful we're so grateful for the journey we're super excited for 11-11 as well to add that into the schedule and to just keep growing it and keep staying on our toes with you know I've always been a firm believer of like you just can't get comfortable you can't get comfortable and assume that like you have it like what are you going to yeah. do to keep, keep going. holding people accountable and just keep yeah. going with yourself like yeah included you know like okay you hit this goal keep, keep going. going yeah keep going well I know that you will hit all your goals thank you you're like the biggest badass I know I see you're you all the so time sweet. online and I'm just like I want to be like Tara <laughs> here's the thing I always say this I think it's so funny like if anyone knew how much of a geek I like really am or like, I'm like I'm not the, like I go out they'll joke on me because they'll be here and like I'm like right who's gonna go get we go to fiestas next door like one of the restaurants brick over here and we'll get like drinks or food after and like I'm in like shorts with like boots and my hair's like this and I'm drippy I'm just like are you gonna go out like that I'm like yeah why is that weird yeah I don't know <laughs> I just like I but, just like, don't wanna I'm like I don't yeah. really this Who is cares? Like, what's happening right now yeah. and then I'll just be eating chicken on the floor and they're like are you on the ground eating chicken on 
like with your hands. I'm like, you don't do that? All right. Is it I gotta, cooked? Yeah. <laughs> I just think, you know, you just have to be authentic and yes. just try to stay authentic. And so. that's how it feels just sitting here. This is my first time here. And Aww. it seems like you're just put your all into this space and you Thank are you. the most authentic yoga person and that is I think a big compliment because I think oh that means so much to in me. yoga you meet, a, you meet a lot of inauthentic people oh yeah and I know from the first time I met you I was just like oh she's the real deal oh thank she's you cool. oh that means so much that's all I can that's all I want yes like, be yourself yeah. so Tara thank you for being here anything else that I missed no I'm just we're so happy to have you and yeah. I want to go to Maui and I want you back here on November 11th yes <laughs> well hey November 12th fly out to Maui okay sounds good to me <laughs> awesome. awesome well thank you again thank for you So I like to start every episode out with you just saying, my name is Tara and this is what I do. So, Hi, my name is Tara and I am the owner of Ritual Sweat Society. Oh wait, no, like, my name is Tara and this is what I do. So the show is called Tell You. <laughs> literally <laughs> literally say, say that. Got it, okay. <laughs> we'll Got get it. to that other part next. Okay. <laughs>